Welcome to the Summer Rewind of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev, where we are rewinding back to some of our favorite moments from our previous seasons. Let's get it. So we've had some We've had some experiences, right? We've had some experiences, good experiences, bad experiences. Sometimes, you know, reveries come and we think back like, oh, yo, that was a good time or something will come across your mind. You'll have a familiar scent and you'll be like, hmm, I remember such and such, right? Or you'll go to another place, you'll hear a song and you'll start thinking. What, what did you learn from previous experiences, situationships and relationships that helped change um what it is you look for in a woman. Um, let me take this one. Uh, I learned what I would not put up with and would not allow for the sake of the relationship. Um, what I what I mean by that is um, I was in a long term committed relationship before, prior to my wife, and what i realized it was that um she was the type of woman i should i could be i should be with but she wasn't the one for me to be with so what i mean by that is she wasn't out in the street she was isn't wasn't at the club she didn't drink she was uh, about church she was focused on education um how and that was great. In situations, let's just say, for example, if if I needed, if I was stranded on the side of the road and I would call her, it would go to voicemail. Not she would push the button, it would just ring, 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 and it would go to voicemail. Um, and it would be about at least 10 minutes before she checked her phone to call me back. And so because she was the type of woman that I felt as though I should be with, I said, all right, well, and again, I had never been in a committed long-term relationship. I'm saying, I think we were together for like six years. Um, I, I didn't know any different. I thought, oh, maybe this is what relationships are, are, are supposed to be like, and maybe this is what some of the things that you put up with. And the other thing too, she didn't build she she wasn't building me up um i had some ideas of some things that i wanted to do and she was like oh all right no i mean what what are your thoughts what do you think um you're a creative person what can i do to get this off the ground and running i, I mean i don't know i mean that's that's really your thing i'm like whoa okay hold up this this is not where i need to be and so that's not to get too deep one of the <laughs> many reasons why I was like, okay, this is not working. I, you need to move on. I need to move on. I wish nothing but the best. I have no ill will against you. Um, so again, when I met my my now wife, it was it was like a, a 180. It was like, wait, you, you actually are are pushing me to do these things? Oh, okay. When I call, you actually pick up on the third ring. What? Okay, if I if I leave a voicemail, you do call me right. Oh, whoa. Okay, all right. Um, I mean, there are some other things too, but those are the types of things that I realized that 
I didn't have to um, accept um, in a relationship because it was and accepted as the status quo, uh, simply because I, and I think Ronald, you kind of mentioned it. I, I may be going along the lines of what you just mentioned, um, not necessarily selling, settling for what you see, but accepting what you see because you don't know that there's something different, if that makes sense. So that's what I have. It does. It does. It does. It does make sense. Um, absolutely. I guess I'll go next. Um, well, since Brother Kev said he don't feel like the uh, women kept it a buck, I'm just going to use whatever colorful language uh, comes to mind. Uh, um, so, you know, if I'm not mistaken, the question was, what did you learn from previous relationships, situationships, et cetera? Uh, it was a few things. One of the main things I can say from a previous relationship that I learned, and this particular relationship is pretty impactful in my life because um, I think of myself as two people, one before her and the person I am after her. So, you know, if you want to think of it like Jesus, before this woman, after this woman, um, this relationship taught me a whole lot. And the main takeaway was to love unconditionally. Uh, I remember she and I were having a conversation and, you know, things weren't the best. And she asked me what would happen if we were to break up. And I told her, well, you know, I don't know if we can talk. I don't know if we can be friends, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, she really opened my eyes to some things. She said, well, you know, I don't think it's fair that you can only love me who, for who I am in this one particular situation or this one particular way. And, um, and I really thought about that. And, and what's, what's crazy about the synchronicity of life, the very next day I was in the, in the, driving around in the car and um, CeeLo Green, the almighty CeeLo Green, the soul machine was on the radio talking about his ex-wife and how he has learned to love her unconditionally, even though they are not married anymore. And I was just like, wow, this, this absolutely has to be a sign from the ancestors to your boy. And, um, and so that understanding to love a woman unconditionally has really changed this motherfucker that I am as opposed to who I was. Uh, and um, I think it has made me a better person just in life. Because if I can just love a person, no matter what little pitfalls that my pseudo perfect mind can build around them and just love them for who they are, for what they have, for what they bring to the table, no matter if I'm in a, a romantic relationship or not, um, I can have better quality relationships be a better quality man for myself and uh, definitely be a better steward for the world. And uh, one more thing, and I'll, I'll, I'll uh, relinquish my speaking time, is transparency. A lot of things that women I've recognized from previous relationships, I, I, I like to think of myself, I am the result of a, the work of a collection of women in my life. I, I, I just have to say that. And, and to push it even further, I am a result of the work that Black women put into my life. Just, you know, I don't know your audience. If there's some folks that's going to have an issue with this, my apologies. But um, I'm a result, the man that is standing right here or sitting right here in front of the Zoom call 
is, is, is a result of the work that black women put into my life. And um, something that I've learned is the importance of transparency. Uh, so, you know, what, what, what the brother uh, Kendrick, uh, Kedrick, excuse me, was, was saying before me, you pick up the phone after three calls. I'll let you know where the hell I am. Uh, this is who the fuck I'm hanging out with. I don't give a fuck because I'm not out here doing some crazy shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like only, in my opinion, only a dude that's up to bullshit is not going to be transparent. You know what I'm saying? If they're doing something that will violate the terms of the relationship, uh, will try to hide things, will try to sneak around and do miscellaneous other things. So uh, to, to love unconditionally and transparency are the two big things that I've learned in previous relationships. <clears throat> So, so gentlemen, this is, this is Chad and, you know, just listening to what you said, I, I had a whole different way that I was going to go with this part of the conversation, but, uh, you know, I, and I, I think what's great about this conversation is we're getting a lot of different perspectives from a lot of different individuals, because one of the things that I learned in a previous relationship, I was in a relationship that was <laughs> a long-term relationship and you know, I'm not sure if you guys remember the old Martin Lawrence joint where he was like, you know, I'm that dude at the club and some footies. Some of them, don't do me like that. Where you at? What you doing? Oh, like, yeah. He hey, went to the you club know? to go get his girl. And some, and some footies, right? <laughs> you know, at, 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 at one point, man, uh, this one chick, man, that I was dealing with and I was dealing with her for a long time, I was that guy. And, you know, when I think back to it now, I can, I can laugh about it, you know, it was completely different from my wife you know it's one of those songs where what I learned and, and it's kind of almost contrary to what was just said is not being stifling is one of the mantras that is something that I learned from that relationship I was stifling as hell not trifling stifling as hell I want to call up. If you didn't answer on the second or third ring, I'm pissed off. You didn't answer on the second or third ring. You know, if you didn't call me back in two hours, I'm pissed off. You didn't call me back in two hours. Not thinking, shit, I'm just busy. She just busy. What happens if she calls you and you can't pick up? You're in the middle of doing something else. You don't have the ability to talk. So it wasn't, you know, and I don't say that in the, in the sense of I'm not being transparent. That's not, that's not what I mean by that. But I think that, what I learned through those relationships is you have to give a person the ability to be themselves, to do things that make them happy. And those things may or may not include you all the time. Sometimes, you know, and I, I was listening to someone else speak a little bit earlier. I think, I think it was um, RJ. And when he was saying that, you know, he was that jet setter guy, let's go jump on the plane. Let's shoot down to the Bahamas. Well, I was definitely that guy, right? Let's go, dude, I like, meet me in Vegas. I'm, I'm leaving today. And I had no plans when I went to work this morning, but I'm going to leave early and let's just go to Vegas. Yeah, right? you, were that guy. you were the guy. You were the guy. <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, I, and I, sorry, and I, and I lived in Virginia. That's a real, you know, you really got to make a trip. So, you know, it's one of these things where, I, you know, and, and, and even now I wrestle with, wanting to do that and it's not that I don't love my family love my wife I mean I got I've got three little girls man so I definitely want to make sure I set a really good example for them but it's um sometimes as I was saying earlier about the seasons you that's the season you're in and it's not that you're there for a long period of time it's just that you're there right now this is what I want to do right now and to bring that back to what I was saying I, I think that 
inside of a relationship, you have to learn to be flexible, to not be stifling of what that other individual wants to do. Because the truth of the matter is that individual was who, who he or she was when you met them. Those things that you loved about that person, those things that you fell in love with are the same person that that person is. So when you're inside that relationship, whether you've been married for 50 years or whether you've only been dating for one month, that person is still at the core, that person that you met, and they're still going to want to do those things that he was, he or she was doing at that particular time. Now, I'm not saying that they were out here, you know, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about here doing X, Y, Z, you know, that's what they were doing. But inside of that relationship, you've got to give that person the leeway to be spontaneous and to be spontaneous, not only with you, but to be spontaneous in the things they want to do. And I think that when we get in relationships and we, we, um, we, we try to move forward and we do the things that we think are right inside of a relationship. Hey, well, it's Friday. I'm at my girl's house. So I'm at my, we and my wife, we're going to spend this entire day together. Well, yeah, that, that, those are cool things to do. But there's also the, the cool thing to do also is, hey, man, look, when you met me, I used to like to go out with my friends on Friday nights. I'm not saying you go out every Friday night, but I used to like to go out with my friends on Friday nights and we like to hang out and we like to drink, but we're not going to get in trouble. We like to drink, have fun, talk shit. That's what fellas enjoy doing. Well, at least fellas that I know and hang out with, that's what they enjoy doing. Don't stifle that individual to the point where they feel like they're changing to meet um, a, a, a criteria that they, at their core, really just or not and and what i and to, to roll it back what i learned from that relationship that i was in is i was stifling the hell out of her she liked to she was a person that liked to be out with a bunch of people hanging out just you know center of attention and i was like well, shit man i want you to sit your ass at home <laughs> it wasn't who she was we worked out the way that we wanted to you know we, we when we were together things worked out well but when she wanted to go out and do the things that made her happy, the things that made her that core person as who she was, it would piss me off. And being pissed off spilled over, right? And so what I learned from that relationship is, look, as much as you don't like to be stifled and you like to do things that make you happy, you have to give everyone space to not be stifled, do the things that make you happy. And there's always a compromise. There's no one way is right, one way is wrong. It's a compromise right there in the middle. And from previous, that previous relationship taught me a lot. And um, that's really well learned. Don't stifle the other person. Let that person enjoy time. As soon as they leave the house, don't call them in two hours. Leave me the hell alone, man. You, I told you what I was going to do. Well, why are you calling me? I'm doing the same shit I told you I was going to do. Don't call me right now. I'm busy, right? And it's not that you're doing anything trifling or anything like that. It's just let me enjoy my time the way same way I let you enjoy your time. And, and that's what I learned that from that relationship. You've got to give people the ability to do that. I think so. Yes, I, I will echo your sentiments. One of the, one of the things that I'm noticing with uh, a lot of my couple clients is that people get into relationships and then they try to um create this whole entire new identity that they didn't have before they got into the relationship. And I have to help people understand that the relationship is about two people creating something together, not two people becoming two new people. Right. And so it's like, I am bringing myself 100% to the relationship. You are bringing yourself 100% to the relationship. And we still have our individual likes. We still have our things that we want to do that 
we really, we probably don't really want to do everything with you. Like our life will not be consumed by the person we are in a relationship with. However, our life will be complemented by the person that we're in a relationship with. Right. And so I give this example all the time. Like my girlfriend be like, Hey, my friends want to do X, Y, and Z. I'm like, all right, cool. Go for it. Oh, do you want to go? No. And it's not that I don't really want to hang out with them. It's like, yo, those are your friends. Like go do your thing. Right. Because when my friends call, I'm going to come, I'm going to hang out with my friends. And then the friends that we find along this road together that are also in relationships, then we can hang together. But it's like, you still have to be able to have a sense of identity within the relationship or, right, if I start becoming consumed with what you're doing and you become consumed with what I'm doing, that gets boring real quick. Yo, but I, I'll, I'll add to that, though. You know, I, I agree with everything that was said, but I also think there's a, a strong balance that as men, we have to make a decision, right? At some point in our, in our life. All right. Yeah, I know I want to hang out with the fellas, but also you need to hang out with your woman too, right? However, I think that Sometimes we try to apply like a, a one size fits all approach. Facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Facts. it's like, all right, well, yo, man, well, you know, you know, the, you know, women, they think they know everything. So they'll sit back and they'll say, Well, I can do whatever your friends do with you, blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, all right, let's go to uh let's go to let's go to the park on a Friday at about eleven thirty PM. Like, like, let's get there at like midnight though. We're going to get, we're going we gonna to pull up about 1130. We're going to get there about midnight. If there's a line, then we're going to wait in this line. Or if you balling like that, all right, we're going to cut the line. <laughs> and uh, the drinks is on you. <laughs> since, since you can do what since the fellas do. Since you can do what my friend do. The drinks going to be on you. <laughs> let's do it. You know what I'm saying? So I think like we try to use a, like a one size fits all approach. But I really do think with your woman, you have to be, you have to want to do things that are similar because like you said, brother Jay, like if you're trying to build something together, then damn, y'all gotta have some, y'all gotta have some cops, something in common in order to to do that. Like, I don't think you can be in a relationship with a woman and y'all live like two different lifestyles. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I do think, I do think like as men, we got to figure out like, what our women want and what we want and it's the same thing and we enjoy it and then we just we we kind of create the script as far as like how we like to get down like she don't need to go to the club or i don't want to go to the book club right and, I, and that's I cool think, and that's all right <laughs> just like you know with work-life balance it's like a relationship balance right it's like things that we do together now i'm not saying get down to the point where you're scheduling happy hours on a calendar with okay i got from 5 to 5 45 to hang out with new keller and then i got to be back home so we can watch this movie and eat dinner and then you know the, her girls are supposed to come over so i think they'll be done around 8 45 and then that like no Bruh, i would I, be miserable I would be miserable. Wouldn't be me. It wouldn't yeah, be me. Yeah, and, and and like like you said, um, dang, who who made the Martin reference? Because it's like, baby, I got to breathe. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. I got to breathe, baby. I got to breathe. I got to breathe. So, so, uh, my wife and I, we have mutual friends in common. So, there there will be times where, um, if 
the friend, my, our friends and their significant others are getting together, she and I will get together with them. Um, but if it's just me and my friends, she'd be like, all right, go have a good time. Okay, peace. Uh, I, I might be home tonight or I may crash at, at Derek's house because you, you don't want me driving home in the condition that I'm going to be in. Um, so it, it, it is that delicate balance. Um, and we, we got, we, we work it out best we can because we don't want to, um, to smother each other and definitely want her to have her separate life outside of me. And she wants me to have a separate life outside of her, which is, 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 beautiful um so yeah it's, it's definitely that balance that you have to have and, and like you said kevin it, it's stressful if you gotta schedule it in like you said from 5 to 5 45 so at, at 5 50 i'm gonna go meet with them though okay but, i do that shit at work i do that shit at work i'm not doing that in my damn house <laughs> listen when we when 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 all four of us worked together we went to happy hour we were like all right bet i i was the one to be like all right six o'clock i gotta be out because i'm going back to west virginia it's nine o'clock we're getting another round. KG's cussing because he was supposed to be gone at seven. Mike can't find his car keys. I'm and like, I live right, down just... the street, so it was... <laughs> Kevin. Kevin said, "Ah, oh, just oh shit, just go ahead and get another drink." So what do we all do? We get another drink. It's now nine forty-five. I'm just like, damn. We got to be at the office eight o'clock. I'm just like, this was a bad idea. And so like understanding that the time away, like in a relationship, the time away, the time apart that we have from each other like it gives us stuff to talk about when we get back together but like if we're doing everything together grocery shopping laundry going to run air, like everything together then we live together like i no i don't see that for me that wouldn't work it may work for some people it'll make me itch it's making some me women itch like that though man they want to do everything with they man like they want to do everything brother and they man. need to get friends that's what <laughs> that boils down to they need yeah. to get yes. friends no, I, ain't I get oh, it i get it you like me i get it you like me you might even love me but yeah. joe i need you to have like your own life <laughs> get some friends <laughs> right? they, like, no they, they want to do everything together until you show them what you do when you together with your friends like for instance, I'll always get the convo. What, what do you and your friends do while you're out? Well, we drink and talk shit and talk about crass things all night. Well, so you, you did that from seven to eight. No, I did that from seven to two. Because, and as a matter of fact, the only reason I left is because I didn't feel like, you know, having an argument when I got home. I would have done it from seven to five. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I, I don't think they really understand the, the intricacies of, look, I just want to drink. And talk about ratchet shit with my friends, and we ain't out doing nothing. And we might we might go to the MGM at three thirty in the morning, you know. That, but that's that our happen. business. That could happen. <laughs> that could happen, and it has happened, and probably will happen. And I'll probably be, you know, in trouble for it the next time I do it. But uh, it was well worth the fun. <laughs> <laughs> and at, we need that. We need that moment. Now, I'm not saying do this every weekend. But what I am saying, yeah, like, everybody, is everybody, everybody approaching forty, with the exception of brother Mike, we we can't do our bodies can't allow us to do it. No, nope. no, nope. I don't. I don't even know how I did it when I was Mike's age. Like, just <laughs> thinking about like the sto the stories that I can sit and tell about going from Monday night all the way to Sunday night, <laughs> sleeping Monday morning and doing it all over again. I don't know how I did it. Hell, I. After this, I'm probably gonna take a nap. <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna take a nap because I'm just like shit. I don't know why I'm tired, but we do we do me. throw a hell of a Zoom party though, brother Jay. We I, throw a hell of a Zoom party. <laughs> so, okay, 
we we learned some lessons from the exes, and I'm going to stay in this in this area. This question came in and said, "How do you deal with the case of the ex?" These are your answers, and you have to pick one. All right? Do you do an instant cutoff? Is there a slow separation? Answer C is shit. We still kick it. Or four, all is well that ends well. I'll read the answers again. Any question? How do you deal with the case of the ex? Is there A, an instant cutoff? B, a slow separation? C, shit, we still kick it? Or D, all is well that ends well? I feel like I know what kick it means, so I don't want to say that. But um, <laughs> in, terms, in terms of all, of all is well that ends well, I can respect that. But I'm a... I'm a zero communications type person. If we've been in, if it's a real relationship and you done love the person, you done, you know, shared intimate moments of your life with a person, you done, you, you held them to the highest regard that you could emotionally, romantically. It's, it's hard for me and, you know, I'm 25, whatever. I might learn a different lesson later, but it's hard for me to, um, to say, you know, cool, I'll hit you up in like a couple months when we process all this out and we can be friends, you know? From, like even excluding my last relationship, um, my first relationship from a couple years back, um, we cool, but that's it. I don't answer the phone like that. I might respond to a text. I might respond to the, the tag on Instagram or something like that. I might say happy birthday, but for the most part, I have no interest in everyday communications or just rather a close relationship after that. So you would say, Hey, an instant cutoff. Yeah. Cause okay. it didn't work. The, shit. The first time it happened to me, I tried to do the instant cutoff, came back, didn't work. And I was like, all right, if we break up, that's it. I'm not about to find your Gmail account, start sending you emails. I'm not about to send you messages on Instagram. I'm not about to call you 50 times. That's it. When I did that, I felt better. I was like, yeah, it's, it's too much to string it on and then try to, to process while you still engage with the person. You got to get some downtime. To continue listening to What Do Man Really Want? Round 2, Part 1. Check out Season 2, Episode 33 of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. Available on all streaming platforms. Stay cool and be like.